Konnichiwa from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Japan update from the 19th of October, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Japan. On Monday the 17th, Prime Minister Kishida instructed the Minister of Culture to launch an investigation into the former Unification Church for suspicious marketing practices and the huge donations it has encouraged its followers to make. The church could face losing its status as a religious corporation, depriving it of tax benefits. However, it could still operate as a religious entity. The former Unification Church has been found to have close ties to former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe and the Liberal Democratic Party, or LPD. Recall that Tetsuya Yamagami killed Abe on the 8th of July during an election speech. Yamagami said his family was financially ruined after his mother made huge donations to the church. In September, the results of an LDP internal investigation showed that around half of the ruling party's lawmakers had some connection with the organization. Among Kishida's cabinet members, Economic Revitalization Minister Daishiro Yamagiwa has especially come under fire for repeating fallacious explanations about his relationship with a religious group. Speaking of the cabinet, at a meeting on Tuesday the 18th, Japan decided to impose additional sanctions on North Korea by freezing the assets of five more North Korean organizations over their repeated test firings of ballistic missiles since late September. The foreign ministry said that the five organizations include North Korea's Ministry of Rocket Industry and four trading firms. In a press conference, Foreign Minister Yoshimasa Hayashi said that North Korea has frequently carried out provocative actions like firing ballistic missiles 23 times this year. In a separate conference, Chief Cabinet Secretary Hirokazu Matsuno said that North Korea's actions are reckless and threaten international peace and stability, which is absolutely intolerable. On that note about intolerable actions, Japanese prosecutors have arrested Takahashi Haruyuki, an ex-Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics organizing committee member, on a fresh warrant for accepting bribes for the fourth time. Takahashi was arrested on Wednesday the 19th on suspicion of receiving 54 million yen, or about $360,000, from two more companies, ADK Holdings and Sun Aero in exchange for providing favorable treatment in business related to the Tokyo Olympics. Prosecutors in Tokyo also arrested the head of major advertising agency ADK Holdings and two more people. They have not yet disclosed whether the four arrested men have admitted to the allegations. Regarding Tokyo Olympics sponsorship deals, Takahashi has already been arrested for accepting bribes of a total of around 142 million yen, or around $1 million from three different companies, which are business suit realtor Aoki Holdings, publisher Kadokawa Corporation, and advertising agency Daiko. So now, the bribes Takahashi has allegedly received so far amount to over 190 million yen, or about $1.3 million. Takahashi might have received many yen, but the currency keeps weakening. On Monday the 17th, Japan's currency fell sharply to a 32-year low against the dollar with the exchange rate standing at 149 yen per dollar. Haruhiko Kuroda, the governor of the Bank of Japan, said that during a parliamentary session that higher commodity prices are adding downward pressure on the Japanese economy and that the current ultra-low interest rate policy 
must be maintained to support a still fragile economic recovery. Prime Minister Kishida said in the lower house session that he expects the Bank of Japan to continue working toward hitting its 2% monthly inflation target by maintaining the low interest policy. On the following day, on Tuesday the 18th, Economy, Trade and Industry Minister Yasutoshi Nishimura said that to reduce fuel imports for power generation and ease the impact of the weak yen on the Japanese economy, nuclear reactors should start operating again. Despite remaining public concern about nuclear power following the Fukushima disaster, Nishimura remarked that each reactor that starts running again would eliminate the need to import 1 million tons of liquefied natural gas. Moving on to some health updates, the Ministry of Health, Labor, and Welfare launched a vaccination campaign against the coronavirus in the workplace ahead of schedule. The ministry is promoting the administration of booster shots made by Pfizer and Moderna to combat Omicron variants in the workplace. They originally planned to start next week, but companies were ready to give employees booster vaccinations on Monday the 17th. The Omicron booster became generally available last month for anyone over the age of 12 and for those who are fully vaccinated. On that note about COVID-19, the number of foreign visitors to Japan has been increasing because of the easing of border controls. Japan's National Tourism Organization estimates that tourists' arrival in September were over 200,000, 22% more than August, for the first time since February 2020. Any Studio Ghibli fans out there? Because we've got some news for you. The first Ghibli park is set to open on the 1st of November in central Japan's Aichi Prefecture, which is about three hours away by train from Tokyo. It was built inside a commemorative park in Nagakute City. The theme park features beloved characters and scenes from Studio Ghibli's hit animations, such as My Neighbor Totoro and Oscar-winning 2001 film Spirited Away. Studio Ghibli has announced that the park will be divided into five areas, but it will open three of them first. Ghibli's Grand Warehouse, Hill of Youth, and Dondoko Forest. The other areas will be completed over the next two years. According to Japanese director Kuro Miyazaki, who supervised the creation of the theme park, all these attractions are based on the studio's most famous flicks and will blend in seamlessly with the existing nature in the park. Tickets to enter each area must be booked in advance. They have already sold out for November. Entrance fees range from 1,000 to 2,500 yen or from $6 to $13, depending on the area and the day, if it's a weekend or a weekend. Want to know more about the park or buy a ticket? Follow the link in our show notes. In some environmental news, Japan Airlines will operate its first passenger flight with net zero CO2 emissions. Earlier this month, in the International Civil Aviation Organization's General Assembly, member countries committed to reducing carbon emissions from international flights and achieving net-zero carbon emissions by 2050. On the 18th of November, the Japanese airline will operate its first fully sustainable charter flight from Tokyo to Okinawa. The flight will achieve net-zero CO2 emissions by using sustainable aviation fuel, which is mainly made from biomass or waste oil. Speaking of zero carbon emissions, since last year, Sumitomo Chemical, a major chemical manufacturer, has used its system to calculate the CO2 emissions of its nearly 20,000 products. In addition, the company provides its calculation method to other companies free of charge 
and about 50 companies, mainly chemical manufacturers, are using it. If a company knows how much CO2 it's producing, it will be easier to try to reduce it. And to close this edition, Major League Baseball star Otane Shohei is back in Japan for a short time after another great season with the Los Angeles Angels. Otani answered reporters' questions at a press conference at Tokyo Haneda Airport. He said, quote, It was a good season for me, just like last year. I think the best thing is that I was able to play stably. End quote. Some baseball fans are wondering if Otani will play at the World Baseball Classic, or the WBC, in March next year. Otani said that he had always wanted to play in the WBC. And that's it for this week. We're thinking of having some special conversations, like interviews, but less interviewee, about Japan with knowledgeable, interesting people. We're looking for volunteers. We will do the organizing and editing. We just need somebody to hold the conversation. Interested? Write to us at podcast at and let's explore possibilities. Mata ne!